there and welcome to the New York Artist Collective podcast this next one's about. This is the podcast where we ask artists to give us an inside look at one of their songs, the stories behind it and how it became the track that we're going to hear a little later on. My name is Stephanie Manns, singer-songwriter and New York Artist Collective co-producer and today's guest is singer-songwriter Kaylin Marie. Kaylin Marie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I should, do you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let our listeners know that we've had a little bit of wine before doing this. Well, so you we, have had a little bit of wine. <laughs> okay, I've had like fine. a sip. Some, had a someone sip. has the giggles over here anyway. So, um, <laughs> so you're an actor and a singer-songwriter, correct? Yes, I am. So how did you come to do both? Were both, uh, did you start one and then move to the other, or did you start both together? I ultimately started both within the same year. I was given a guitar and when I was uh, 14, and also got to do a production of The Sound of Music maybe a few months prior to that. Uh, so they came hand in hand. So this was in high school? This was in, well, yeah, right at the beginning of high school. <laughs> that is my dog shaking her ears. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you, lady. Um, I'm sure she will be a stable feature in this podcast from now on. <laughs> um, so Sound of Music, when you were... Four, four, 14. 14. 14. And yeah. um, please tell me you were Julie Andrews. I was not. I was a nun in the ensemble, but then I got to do it when I was 16, and oh. I was Liesl. So you really were 16 going on 17. I really was. That sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> she was my favorite. Why? Because I, well, I had a crush on her, but that's oh. entirely <laughs> different reasons. <laughs> yeah, she was beautiful. I, I understand. Mm-hmm. But back to you. Um, so let's talk about the song <laughs> that uh, we're about to play. Okay, we're about to play a song called Company You Keep, which is, in this recording, also accompanying me is Christian Orjanian on keys and Angela Trevino on background vocals, two very talented people. Um, but the story of the song came from that muddy conversation you have with someone when you're wondering if you're going to be something more, you've been dating for a while, and at this specific situation, we'd been seeing each other for a few months and the holidays were coming, so we were like, hey, why don't we check in with each other? Um, But we ultimately, in that conversation, decided it was best for us to be friends because we were only about a year out of prior relationships and needed to better understand who we were without being someone something. And uh, so I went home, it was a peaceful conversation, we agreed to be friends, and then my roommate like walked by my room and totally called me out. She, she asked if I was okay, and I said, yeah, I'm fine, why? And she was like, well, you have candles lit and you're listening to Sam Smith. <laughs> and I was like laying down on my bed, and I was like, yeah, okay, maybe I'm a little sad because I don't know if, I made, if we, me and this gentleman, made the right decision. And I kind of word vomited to her and she was like oh my gosh you're feeling so much I'm gonna leave you alone god bless her her name is Kathleen Shannon and then 15 seconds later she came back with a jar of cookie butter and can I interject is cookie butter the same as cookie dough no cookie butter is like speculus spread oh it's like peanut butter but it's it's cookies it's I if you don't know what it is I don't but okay. I have a feeling I need to become. I'm going to bring some this. to the show oh, on October yes. 21st. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent plug there, love it. Um, I'm going to bring some to the show. So she she comes out with the cookie butter. She says, write a song. 
And I will thank her every day for that because the song has been a journey in itself. Um, but it's ultimately a huge metaphor, or, or rather, it's personifying love as if it were a person you could sit down and talk to. Because I was thinking about my brief history of relationships and how anytime there seemed to be love around the corner, I would just drop everything I'm doing and run full speed towards it. Um, but once I arrived, instead of really receiving love, I would challenge it and question it and doubt it. And um, so I was like, what if love was a person? And we sat down for a drink. And what would that be like? Uh, so that's what this song is. And um, Sounds quite vulnerable and very challenging. Yeah. But it just came, it came really quick. Uh, maybe because Kathleen gave me the assignment. And I said, oh, whatever. I just got to write a song. But it's a song that continues as more people hear it and have their own interpretation of it, continues to give me new perspectives on relationships and loss and hopes to find love, which is what I really think, no matter who you are, what kind of person you are, is the core of what you want. You want love, a real, colorful, crazy, exciting love. Absolutely true. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Um, and one final question before we listen to the song. Yeah. Uh, do you think that, I mean, for you, when you wrote the song, did you think that this was catharsis and, and it, was this meant to be heard by people when you were kind of writing it or did you just kind of get it down on paper and just sort of want to get it out of you so I've certainly written a song that I never wanted anyone to hear and it became like one of probably like some other people's favorite songs of mine but initially it had not been one that was ever meant to be heard by anybody else I think it was actually just like that mm -hmm. it was something I had written that might have been shared with my roommate Kathleen um but was, you know, totally had parallels to my experience with that man where, you know, we would, we had a coffee shop we loved going to together. So I'm sitting at a table in the, in the song, you know, like there are things like that where, um, but because Kathleen loved it, she told me I should record it for like the NPR Tiny Desk contest. So I did make a video of it and then forgot about it. And it was funny because that gentleman actually came upon it and called me right away and was like, what is this song? And like in a very loving way and in a way that was very supportive and just moved by it. And I was, that was cool. That was a full circle moment. But um, I forgot about it. And then I was in this cool play where they needed a song about love to do like a dance to. And my friend Angela had heard the song before and was like, well, do that one. I don't know, why not? You know. So I almost forgot about it if it wasn't for that play. And then everybody heard it. Everybody, as in all ten of my friends. And then <laughs> and then they were like, play that one at my gigs. So that was that was interesting. Well, it's a beautiful song. Thank you. The company you keep, Kayla Marie. Let's take a listen. Every time she'll come to meet me We'll dance the same dance We've been dancing
beautiful song um I've, I've genuinely been listening to that this week and it's just lovely thank you um so what have you been up to lately what's been keeping you busy well I just came back to New York after being in Fayetteville North Carolina for about six weeks where I was very fortunate to be a part of a world premiere of a new musical and this was the first time I ever got to bring my songwriting nature into the theater which really was it's like this whole experience was it was as if bits and pieces of every dream I've ever had as a singer-songwriter and actor were just 
woven into this. It was really special. But it's a show called Music City, written by Peter Zinn, with music and lyrics written by J.T. Harding. It was directed by Mary-Kate Burke and choreographed by Tice Diorio and produced by Dee Dee Harris, all at Cape Fear Regional Theater. Um, and it was just the people in this, like from the creative team to the cast were just incredible, hilarious, individual. The more you were yourself, the more welcomed you felt. And so even, you know, on days where you're trying to be like, just put together and like do the job. And, you know, it was like, you just get called out, you know, they just wanted you to be human and it really felt like a family instantly. So this was your first musical? My first musical since high school. Since high school. Yeah. And how was the, how was the overall experience? It was, honestly, it turned my world upside down. I was doing things every day I didn't think I could do. And because it was my job, I just did it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it was a great lesson in getting out of your own way. Um, not even just for the sake of me being someone who hasn't done a musical for a long time, but also my character, uh, her narrative was very parallel to getting out of her own way. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so tell us more about the show. What, what was it about? Well, it's uh, based in Nashville, and it follows three singer-songwriters at this crossroads where each of them are you know, about to either choose to pursue their dreams with these opportunities that are given to them or leave them behind and not just them but their family members as well so it involves everything from you know wanting to be a country rock star to having addiction issues to you know joining the military and serving our country um so this was based in the 90s it was right. yes it was based in the late well it's like 2000 late 90s oh, okay. 2000 because right, right. it goes into 2001 um where after a very historic event happened in our country, um, one of the characters has a shift in what he'd like to do with his life. I won't say any more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now you're back in New York. Yes. And you have been a New Yorker for how many years? For 11 years. <laughs> 11 short years. <laughs> but I don't know if I was a New Yorker until last night because I have never had a mouse in my apartment. Oh. We should talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw a new friend and I was very shocked. I just sat on my couch for like 20 minutes. I was, it wasn't that I was afraid. I just didn't know what to do. I was like, do I name it? Because I'm going to, no, you don't name it. You don't, don't want to befriend it. it. Right. You don't want to befriend it. But I was like, well, now, now I'm a New Yorker because I had a mouse in my house. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. That was a very long answer. <clears throat> There's a famous Scottish phrase about there being a mouse in the house. Oh, really? There's a moose loose about this house. Right. I know. Americans what did you just say? <laughs> I'm going to teach you your first Scottish accent. Are you ready? Oh, no. Okay. There's a moose. There's some. Oh, I'm Southern. No, I'm okay. Southern. Sorry. Like still a stuck in music. Moose. Like a moose. Like a moose. Think of a, a, canoe, a big moose. A no, moose. a big moose. Okay. Right, there's a big, there's a, there's a moose, loose. A moose, loose. About this house. About this house. Fantastic. <laughs> great, great, great. Great. Um, great, that's fantastic. <laughs> um, I've been trying to lose that accent for years, thank you so much. Don't, it's so great, it's so great. <laughs> um, so you are now a New Yorker as of having a mouse in your apartment last night. Yes, of course. So, so 11 years in New York. 
so you came here directly after college, or you came here for college? I came here for college. I started Marymount Manhattan's BFA acting program when I was 17. And how has New York changed for you in these last 11 years? Well, uh, because my first four years uh, were largely directed by being at Marymount, I was pretty much only in the Upper East Side tucked away there, feeling like a jerk every day because I'm walking around in my like act movement clothes, you know, and I'm and, like, there are people with like golden baby strollers walking by and I'm like, with I'm dogs, sorry. With dogs in them. With dogs yeah, in them. Because that's uh, the Upper East Side. But yeah, I was up there nannying my way through college. Um, and then once I graduated, I started actually exploring more of New York. Um, so. How has it changed? It changes every day. It changes every day. From what becomes a regular place to go, to things closing, to neighborhoods shifting. Um, I think that's what I love about it, though. Being someone who's moved around a lot, you know, in years prior to my New York chapters, it feels like I can never really get tired of it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep, a lot of people say that about New York. <laughs> um, so, how did, so in terms of your songwriting and your your music um how would you describe yourself and and you know what is what is your current project um i'm still figuring out how to describe myself not because i feel like i'm reinventing any wheels but just because i like to do a lot of different things um but ultimately i'm an actress a singer songwriter and now i'm a band leader um i started a project about a year ago which is kind of what's my focus at the moment, and I'm going to be partnering with the wonderful Paul Lauren, who is an exceptional artist and showman in New York City, and actually he's on tour right now, I think he's in Texas, but um, anyway, I've learned a great deal from him, and we are going to be collaborating um, and producing my band's first recording. That's amazing. It's going to be... Crazy. <laughs> is it full full te- like full album or are you doing an EP? Well, uh, I think we've settled on four to six songs and I'm gonna put them on vinyl. Oh yes, because uh, that's because it has. Yep, it's there my you little go. Vinyl player there. She's got a record player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because the band admittedly bore out of some heartbreak I had, I gave myself a project so that I would cons- you know give myself something to focus on and. I was falling in love with Louis Prima's music as well as J.D. McPherson. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no matter what was going on that day, if I listened to either of those artists, as different as they are, I would dance and I would laugh and I would smile and I would imagine kind of bringing that to other people. Like, how could I bring a horn section and like sassy lyrics and make people dance? Um, so that's what this project is. And it's, I don't really know our, our genre per se. I would, it's like, Classic rock and roll. By that I mean like rhythm and blues, fifties ish. But there's a little bebop, there's a little swing. But it's modern music, so mm-hmm. none of it. It all has like influences, but it's not directly a specific genre. And does your band have a name? Ah, I haven't even said the name, have I? <laughs> uh, the name is Kaylin Marie and the Wildlings. And that has nothing to do with Game of Thrones. No, I love Game of Thrones, so it's kind of like a little <laughs> nod. But mm-hmm. ultimately, because, uh, again, Louis Prima 
he had a record called The Wildest, and I, I don't know, wild was a word that was very popular in the 50s, and I just, I don't know. It's kind of a couple of different things, but I haven't been able to really give a clear answer, as you can tell. <laughs> it's, like, it's not Game of Thrones, but maybe it is, but no, it has nothing to do with it. Like, we are not, like, free people. I mean, we're, we're I don't know. <laughs> so how many people are in your band? Well, that varies um, due to working with so many incredible musicians I can't believe I get to work with. Um, they're all very busy. Sometimes we are a solid five. Sometimes we're a swinging eight piece. Um, but yeah, it's kind of who I can get on that date. That sounds like fun. So when is your next show for the Wildlings? That is to be determined. Got it. As soon okay. as we get this recorded, we're going to have a release show. Um, not exactly sure where yet, but we started at the wonderful Rockwood Music Hall, which is where the show is on, on October 21st. You're very good at this. Just <laughs> plugs. 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 plugs, plugs. Um, yeah, but I love Rockwood. That's great. It's a great venue. So um, Rockwood Music Hall, October 21st, you're going to be playing alongside Ali Carter and Aki Burmese. I can't believe it. It's cool, huh? I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Yeah, really this, is, it's, this is a really great lineup. Like it's it's a it, we're very proud to have all of you. Um, so thank you very much for agreeing to do it. Thank you. So Rockwood Music Hall, October twenty first, stage three. Um, if we haven't already plugged the hell out of this show, it's going to be. <laughs> <good>. <laughs> um, but back to you. So where can we find your music? Where can we find you? Um, how can people stay on top of what you're doing? I would say the most active and up to date way to, I don't know, kind of pay attention to what I'm up to is Instagram. I feel funny saying that, but that's the truth. Um, I'll be sharing anything about shows and the recording there. I also have a website where you can sign up for a mailing list, and I really don't send out too many emails, maybe like every other month there's a little update and a hello, which I encourage people to also tell me what they've been up to, because that's way more fun. So what is your Instagram? My Instagram is Kaylin Marie Music, K A Y L Y N M A R I E. But be careful because there's another Kaylin Marie spelled exactly the same way, and she loves to show her body. And it's like I've had people come up to me after shows and be like, "Is this you?" And it's like mm. someone's full. I don't know. And then I'm like, "No, I'm the one in the turtleneck. That's me." Okay. <laughs> So just a heads up, Kaylin Marie music, not just Kaylin Marie. Kaylin Marie and the turtleneck. Kaylin Marie and the turtleneck, next project. Amazing. Kaylin Marie, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Look forward so much to the, the show coming up. And let's let's be in touch. Let's do things. Yes. This is fun. Kaylin okay, Marie well, thank you again. And everyone, Kaylin Marie. Uh, you. you can check her out at kaylinmariemusic.com. You can also catch her next week along with Ali Carter, Aki Burmese, October 21st at Rockwood Music Hall, Stage 3. Tickets are available on our website, newyorkartistcollective.com. And why not give us a follow on social media? We are at New York Artist Collective. Next week on This Next One's About, I will be talking to Americana songwriter Kevin Daniels. So if you haven't already subscribed, uh, please give us a little subscribe uh, on the iTunes app. We are NY Artist Collective. I'm Stephanie Manns. See you next time.